Hello and welcome to the Real to Rank podcast, the podcast that ranks your favorite film franchises one movie at a time. I'm Devin Specht, and with me as always is my brother Dayton. Hey, howdy. Hey, everybody. And today, I know I'm human, and I know that you guys haven't rushed me already, so you guys aren't one of those things. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know if I'm I'm human or not. I'm still I'm still contemplating. I, we haven't we haven't <laughs> done the blood popsicle. Yet. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's, uh, John Carpenter's The Thing of 1982. Mm-hmm. Fucking classic. Yeah. No, it's just very well done horror movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, just great. All like just it really knocks it out of the park, I think, on almost every level. It has terrific sound, has like great atmosphere the story is really engaging all the characters are even the really minor characters are fairly memorable and get little bits which is good it's a tight story which i always love that and uh I, in watching it like having watched the 1950s thing from another world it made me like this one so much more because i mm-hmm. saw where all of the like there were so many little touches that they expanded upon or reused in this that just make it like as a as like a quote unquote remake or a reimagining. It's just I don't think there's anything like it, uh, at least that I've watched recently. It's very very good. Yeah, no, it just nails so much of the the tone, and yeah, it just reimagines it, but keeps a lot of the elements. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so many, <laughs> so many of the elements. I was I was shocked, like genuinely is really great yeah um it's it's a classic probably one of the like a top five favorite horror movie for me a mm-hmm. uh, lot of top tier special effects oh the effects are excellent that yeah i forgot to mention the effects like holy shit the effects yeah we don't have uh oh yeah you should have seen it really fucked him up there mm-hmm. like no it <laughs> goes into detail yeah pretty pretty hardcore detail um oh man yeah this was just this was a blast to watch again i really enjoyed it mm-hmm. oh yeah and one of the things i like is just how ambiguous everything is and there's people that still talk about like what happened and who was infected first yeah and, and you can and there's so what's great about that is like the way that they leave it ambiguous is that there's clues on both sides of the argument so it makes it even more ambiguous. You can't come to a solid answer, you know? Yeah. It's that's that's like, the really cool thing. And and we'll talk about I'm sure we'll talk about our various theories and where we lean. Mm, probably. Um Yeah. But just uh I mean if you haven't seen it, this would be our, our time to just say go watch it. Yep. Instead. Yeah. It's... Like stop stop listening to us, goofballs, and then you know, go rent it or buy it or, you know, just check it out and then come back and you'll you'll understand. And for an added bonus, I would say, if you're feeling it, check out the 1950s one, too, because if you're if you're like me, when you connect the dots to so many of the so much of that stuff it is really cool, just on a writing mm-hmm. level it's just neat. So, yeah, you want to just get right. Hells, yeah. Hop right in. Uh, yeah, so we start with the ship mm-hmm. in space. Well, we start, we actually kind of start with a long kind of credit sequence and then a great, oh, yeah. 
great soundtrack. It's yeah, well, it's very. I was gonna say very Carpenter to just start with like a very long opening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and set that set the tone with the music is really good. And then, as we mentioned uh, previously, reuses that phenomenal opening uh, from the thing is so. Yeah, cool. it looks like it looks like it's being like burned off. Yeah, or something. <laughs> yeah, like... I think you're right with the last one with being snow, but yeah, this one looks like it's being like it's something's going on. It's so cool. Yeah, because it looked like it was just being like like removed i know that there's probably somewhere where we can look and see how it was done but oh well we'll just watch the movie and speculate that's what the people want to hear yeah come to us for special (laughs) effects information we don't fucking know we like we can tell you if we like it or not we can't tell you the gritty gritty details there's special features for those Mm -hmm. but it is uh winter 1982 Mm -hmm. we're in antarctica once again no not once again well that's where we were for the first time for the first time right because we were in alaska the last time yeah we're in the north pole yeah this is the exact opposite (laughs) of what was to say (laughs) ah we're here not once again there we go (laughs) the last one they were hunting santa claus that's right yeah yeah ain't nothing in the south pole except well, things. Oh, ice. Yeah. Penguins? Penguins. I think penguins. Uh, <laughs> glacial runoff. Uh, snow? Yeah, I'd hope so. The the, the rapper? No, <laughs> maybe not anymore. Who knows? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Depends on when you listen. Like, if uh, you're listening 10 years in the future. Uh, we uh, shrug. <laughs> 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 maybe, they, you know, uh, what else is up there? You know, just a bunch of uh, refrigerators with their freezers left open. <laughs> yeah, that'll show up. <laughs> that'll, that'll take care of the problem. <laughs> uh, you know what else there is? Uh, huskies and uh, helicopters. Yeah, chasing after said husky. Yeah, they're just um, shooting a bunch of dudes in a helicopter just shooting a husky. Well, a couple dudes. They're trying to. Yeah, they went to the Stormtrooper Academy in Norway for fucking marksmanship. They guy can't hit shit. You know, <laughs> I'm going to say that that's probably a very difficult shot oh, to hit I, a moving I'm sure target. I'm sure it's a difficult shot, but just saying also (laughs) wouldn't do anything no it wouldn't i guess this is just a last ditch slow it down so they can drop the kerosene bomb on the on the fucking yeah yeah well that's they like fly by the american camp Mm -hmm. and yeah they're just u.s national science institute station four that's what it says on the sign yep um you know they're just out there playing ping pong, mm-hmm. hanging out, J and B, reading the newspaper, <laughs> playing chess, <laughs> you know, doing all that sciencey stuff that uh, they're being paid yeah. for. Well, that's and we we also get uh, McCready and Kurt Russell mm-hmm. um, just drinking scotch and, and playing chess. Yeah, and uh, a... I think we get a lot of insight into his character and kind of a foreshadowing for the rest of the movie. Oh, absolutely. This is, I mean, at first it just seems really funny, but then when you think about it, you're like, ah, that's how RJ plays the game. Cause he's playing against this chess wizard computer and he's typing it in. And then 
uh, as he presumes the thing to just be a cheating bitch, he just pours bourbon into the second. <laughs> yeah, he uh, pours his scotch into the into the fucking memory banks mm-hmm. once he gets defeated. Yeah. Like his back, you know. Thing which lights up like really, a candle. Yeah, which is massive foreshadowing, mm-hmm. I would say. To the you know it says a lot once about everything. Him. Yeah, once once it looks like he he can't win, he just blows up the whole <laughs> He's fucking like, thing. Well, taking out the whole board. <laughs> yeah, uh, that'll show the chess computer. <laughs> it do. can't drink bourbon. <laughs> now it can't do nothing. Now I'm stuck watching reruns of Let's Make a Deal. Yeah, I know how this one ends. Yep. Um. Yeah, and so the the chase leads to the the American camp. Yeah, and then they start throwing grenades mm-hmm. at at yeah, the start trying to carpet bomb at, this husky. Well, and then you know they eventually land, and one guy like <laughs> throws a grenade and like throws it backwards. <laughs> oh man, I know like, it's supposed to be dramatic, but it is the stupidest goddamn thing. It is it's the like, dumbest he, like, fucking whoa. thing I've. Like, cause he like, like he grabs it and it slips like right through his fingers, yeah. like his his fingers is Jack because, Frost with icy fingers, and it just slips. He goes for the <laughs> he goes for the wind up. It's like in Wii Bowling <laughs> when you like let go of the ball behind you, and everyone's like, ah! ah, yeah. Like you ever thrown a baseball behind yourself? Like mm-hmm. that's what it feels like. And, and uh, then he's like, oh, I gotta find this grenade. Yeah, which is not, not the right response ever in that situation. Well. I think he wanted to throw it farther away from all of the kerosene. Uh, yeah, but in that situation, like, you just got to give it up because it's in the snow. You're not going to find it. You got seconds. And, yeah, yeah that copter he's... goes up in smoke along with the So does he? Along with him. Yeah. Yeah, and then the other guy um, starts running in. in... Norge, too. Yeah. Um, comes in and you know everybody's out there like what the fuck is happening yeah he's screaming like shouting in norwegian about this dog <laughs> who seems completely perfectly fine and just freaked out that some fucking crazy nor norwegian man is shooting at it because all of the a bunch of the guys came out like rj and Ch- i think childs and norris and their norris is like well, Child says, it says Norge on the side there. And then uh, Norris is like, it's a Norwegian helicopter. And that's when he lands and starts, you know, he, sh- he screams at him. And then he's like, these fucking dumb Americans don't understand the beautiful language of Norway. So he just aims at the dog, misses again. He hits Bennings, who's a bald, bald ginger man. Uh, yep. And, uh, and he goes down and then he goes running for the goddamn dog. Yeah, and then the I think he's the captain yeah, or Gary. the commander. Yeah, Gary uh, just shoots the guy dead because yep. he doesn't know what the fuck's. Well, I mean, he's like. there's just a as crazy man just shot one of the, his like you know yeah. people on his crew as you know throwing a gun around. There's explosions going on. That's about the I mean, and you know he shoots him and he seems very shaken up that he you know he, I like that it's a little character moment. He like he obviously didn't want to shoot that guy. And well, it's. One of the things that I like about the thing is that everybody is normal, fairly rational. <laughs> yeah, like they're just like seem like you know they're like a bunch of guys who are like coworkers and friends who are just stuck working in the Arctic, but and nobody is completely out of their gourd. Nobody's and nobody's like the 
the fucking trickster annoying jokey guy that you get in a lot of horror movies. Like, Palmer seems like the closest he'd get, but he just chills out and smokes weed and talks about the government hiding shit. Yeah, even though he works for... The government. The government. You find that a lot, I found out. <laughs> yeah, it's... Um, but yeah, he's he's dead, and they decide to take it in the dog. Mm-hmm. The Clark dog guy. I think that's what his his role is. is well, he's you're the, the dog guy. kennel master, I guess, would be yeah. the, his his uh, title. Which I mean, you know, being that you're in the Arctic and you have sled dogs, you need one. So yeah, yeah. But I they, feel bad for Clark. They... He's like my uh, poor guy. A lot of them, actually. Well, all of them, poor, like, pe- oh, every, every, poor everybody, honestly. Yeah, well, like, with all the events, you know, we don't know. That's The other part of it is is that we don't ever actually know who the first person to be infected yeah. is. Yeah, that's another great thing, that you can have theories about who it is. Like, I think I, you know, I have my theorem, uh, theorem of who it is. But, you I, know... Yeah, but then there's other stuff that contradicts it. Because I was thinking when I watched it today, I had one idea. Then I was like, "Well, wait, that doesn't make any sense." Because mm. we see something later, right? Where it's like, "Why wouldn't he have uh, done that?" But um, yeah, so they try radioing out. The radio is not working. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just bad. It's winter or it's starting winter, yeah. so they're pretty much locked in for a while. Mm-hmm. There's no, you know. There's not going to be any communication uh, or outside help coming in, you know. And they like they look over. I think the, after the Norwegian guy gets shot, I think Gary says, "The first week of winter, like you know, this always happens on the first week of winter." You know. Yeah, it's just the normal <laughs> thing. You have a shining situation on your hands. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fucking. Well, because that's what they they speculate as they're like trying to patch him up is like, what the fuck happened to these guys? Like. Yeah, like a, I don't know, maybe they went stir crazy. Yeah, Doctor Cooper's like could have been cabin fever, could have been you know like just ran out of apple juice. You never know; shit just goes weird up there. <laughs> it's storm strumming opening. <laughs> yeah. Wait, they're Norwegian. Yeah, uh, don't worry, RJ can't get it right either. Yeah, well, no, he keeps calling them Swedes. Swedes, he give a yeah. shit. Hey, Finland. Well, the, yeah. <laughs> just, ah, one of those bullshit countries. Ah, fucking, I don't care, you scandy weegian son of a bitch. Tell me what's going on. <laughs> you loot fisky motherfuckers. <laughs> and yeah, they're like, well, let's fly out there and see what the hell happened. Mm-hmm. Um, even though the weather is is bad. Yeah, it's and, uh, you know, they're. I also like this moment too because, like, so it's like. It's Gary and the doc and Doctor Cooper, and they're like, "We want to go investigate." And you know, they tell RJ the weather conditions, and then Gary's like, "Listen, RJ, if you don't think you you don't think you you don't think it's safe to go up, we won't go up." And then RJ thinks about it, and then they leave because I think RJ's interest is also peaked as of the situation. Yeah, and the dog just hangs out. For I a while. Man, the training on this dog. It's actually because a it famous seems... acting dog. Apparently his, na- his name was Jet, or Jed. Huh. Yeah, and he nice. was a dog, an actor dog and a lot of stuff. Because he, he, man, it actually, very unsettling dog. <laughs> He's a <Yeah>. really, <laughs> really good at convincing me that something is completely wrong with him. 
Well, yeah, like he well, just—he's a wolf, wolf dog, apparently. So that's what gives him that kind of, like he's, you know, he's he's a big, lovable dog, but he also has that wolf in him that can just, you know, scare the fuck out of you. Well, he just like slinks between and like hides, mm-hmm. you know. But he also, Which... I also would say he acts because he has this, like when he stalks through the hallways, he almost has this completely just, I don't know, there's something about him that's just off about he's that all, dog. Yeah. He's on the prowl, and we'll see him, and he's just, like, watching and mm-hmm. taking in this situation. Yeah, which observing. I know last episode, we were like, does the thing, if you're infected by the thing, do you know that you're the thing? And I want to say, yes. I'd say this one this does. P- yeah, well, I'd say the dogs definitely do. Yeah. Um, I do think that some of them, though, like, it just depends on which version. Like, some people are more that, or less. That makes it complicated, though, because we'll get to it. We'll get to it later, but that that makes it an interesting argument. Well, because, like, why would Norris have a heart attack? Well, I think Norris had a heart attack because Norris, because the thing... Was bound to have a heart attack anyway. Yeah, the thing replicates it on a perfect level, including all the imperfections, like fucking Amazo. So, Norris having, you know, his fucking blood running and heart pumping, you know, (laughs) the heat of the moment, his fucking ticker goes off. Yeah. He's actually the person that I think was. That's who I think it first. is too. That's who I think it was that the dog first um, went to. Because just from which, the the shape of the the face and the hair, you know, is it's not Palmer. It's not Palmer. It's totally Norris. <laughs> well, uh, well, that that scene hasn't happened yet. But but when yes, we get to we'll it, get to it. I wanted to talk about both since we already mentioned it. You know. Yeah, but like it's it's actually none of them. Yeah. Like, it's they, the silhouette is uh, Dick Warlock, the mm. stunt guy. Makes sense. So it actually isn't even, <laughs> like, for or against. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, no, I, for a long time, like, before I watched today, I thought it was Palmer who yeah. was the first one that was hit. Like, Well, I mean, now that you're, like, now that you said that it was Dick Warlock, it makes even, like, better. But I was just going off of even from how the timeline worked and how he's acting to when the big reveal goes, in my mind, that just worked out the best. You know what I mean? Well, and Norris just kind of hangs out in the background and doesn't do anything, yeah, he's, which he, is... He, he acts like the dog. He observes the situation. Yeah, he... Which, you know, if you were the thing... Honestly, that is the one thing, is, like, it is too aggressive. Mm-hmm. If it just waited and only had infected Norris and not done anything else, but the it doesn't have complete communication over things that it doesn't have, which is why. Well, also when it like because it also is it the same thing when it's two separate things? Does it have the same mind? No, I don't. Th- I, don't I don't think, think so think either. Because I think the dog th- the dog thing just went in a ra- in a completely like well, I'm surrounded by fresh meat and I'm hungry. I need to, I want to assimilate them all quick so I can, you know, get out, you know, spread the virus, uh, as it were. And then Norris is well, just completely separate. And I, I think it's to the movie's credit that we never actually have, like, what are the thing's motives? Yeah, no, it makes like, it so much better. <laughs> I don't want to know. <laughs> like, I just want to know like, that it's going to, like, hurt me and it wants to escape. Yeah, like, um, but yeah, I think if it had just effect- infected Norris... Um, but it was one that tried to, the, the creature, well, okay, let's get to that. Mm-hmm. Um, so they go to the Norway camp and it is fucking destroyed. Yeah, stuff happened here. And, uh, 
for more information on what that is, we'll we'll get to that next week. Yeah, we'll find out. I'm actually kind of excited. I was taking inventory and like because w- apparently they took very good inventory of what happened. Yeah, and, like, the axe in the door and like mm-hmm. yeah, and you know, like who some like the dead dead guy uh, sitting down with his throat completely the throat. slashed. <laughs> He almost fucking cut severed his, head off. his fucking yeah. He's like, whoa, dude. <laughs> like that's that's severe. Um, now this is yeah, and we'll talk about more towards the end and our feelings towards the the prequel. I think, but this is all very cool. The other thing that I noted that I loved about this was that it felt like the events of the first movie happened to the Norwegians. Yes, actually, I was thinking the I, same thing. I love they... that. I, I, and that's why I, I would recommend watching the first one to kind of connect the two, because the Norwegians do everything that the team, that the crew does in the first one, almost like step by step. It's so yeah, cool. And, <laughs> and, um, yeah, because they find the big melted tomb. I mm. called it a tomb. Yeah. The, the first, the initial one came out of, and I was like, holy shit, that was a giant electric blanket. Yeah, that's, I thought the same thing. <laughs> I was like, Jesus, he was, he, guy must have been cold. <laughs> um, no, yeah, I thought the same fucking thing, but also they do the, they do this, the circle thing, and we'll find out, because yeah. they get, uh, they get some film footage later, and we yeah, find cause out. Yeah, it's like, because mm-hmm. Rick like, it's a portable video recorder, and I was like, huh, that's a weird turn of phrase. <laughs> yeah um, I, I mean it's just like we would i would have called it a camcorder but i mean that's probably what that's... they called it back in the day um night well it's 1982 so you know yeah yeah it um, is weird just just my own observation but yeah as they go through and it's all like that it's all like blown up basically mm-hmm. there's well, holes in the wall it's cold it's ice cold yeah, everywhere s- stuff must have like there's a yeah there's a stuff has happened at this this place and none of it is good and uh yeah so rj walks through he goes to the end of the i guess a hall he finds the big block of ice that doesn't look like a big uh big plant dude uh got out of it no. it just looks like what is it it just looks like a hollowed like a just empty it right? looks like yeah well it's got like it's a big rectangle and then there's a big chunk of it yeah. like recessed out like melted out yeah it doesn't it looks look, like have it a form. huge yeah it doesn't look like it was something that like had any sort of a humanoid or you know it doesn't look like something alien was in there right it looks like it's a box i guess you could say uh but well then they explore out and they find the the body pit yeah is what i called it yeah they find some where... unfortunate fucking thing half burned and frozen which I'm excited to see how that because like had to have happened, right? In yeah. The, in the, yeah. the new one, so that it's it's it'll be interesting to see how they accomplish it. Yeah, you know. Well, and uh, fuck it, we could talk about it here because since we're at the Norway camp, and we talked about this a little bit in our uh, last week in our production call, but I, you know, if you're gonna do if you're gonna do a continuation or an attachment to this movie, I think that they have ample material to work with for that because i i feel like it would suck so much more if they were just trying to do something that's like an and then instead of taking well, stuff that's in the thing that has ample story material that they can work with and do you know and tell that story and, and i think having a definitive answer to what happens at the end mm-hmm. would make me immediately hate it exactly you know so at least they're doing something that is at least in 
in the spirit of it and it i mean i haven't seen it so i can't judge but if we like it then it's going to be something where we can watch both of them as one complete experience and it's awesome and if not we can just keep watching this as a as a thing and totally forget about the prequel yeah (laughs) it doesn't matter exactly so um but yeah it's uh so they decide to bring it all, like bring the creature, which it doesn't. It looks like it could be a person, like it has a split head. Yeah. Of like, it looks like it could be like a fucked up. Let's say Siamese. Uh, well, just like a conjoined twin, like a, yeah, like a, a like a humanoid atom that is in the midst of being split or something. You know, like just it's fucking. It's a. It's actually a really horrifying uh, prop. Uh, yeah, well, and, and that's uh, McCready's also noting because he had noted that they had like fifteen tons of kerosene or yeah, whatever which, in the helicopter, fifteen containers. Kerosene. And he's starting again, to piece it together. One. So you know. Yeah. Just like they did in the first one. So. Yeah, I also got got that as well. So yeah. they bring it back and they're like, "Well, let's dissect it." Mm-hmm. And so here's they touch on this a little bit, and I figure we can go a little out of order since sure you know whatever, but like. I wondered if, since Blair is all up in its business, and they seem to say that, like, any part of it, you can get infected by just, like, interacting with it. Yeah. Do you do you ever think that, like, maybe Blair gets, like, taken over um, subtly? Because, like, there's two explanations. One is that, like, somebody comes out and, like, in Blair's cell mm-hmm. and gets him Yeah. that way. But I would wonder if, like, because he was all up in those guts, like, multiple times, well, it would, if, like, Blair... I would say it would have to depend on if he got infected before... Like, because the point when he goes crazy and destroys communications equipment and starts shooting the gun and shit, when he's like, we're going to isolate people here, I... He's very much not infected. Yeah, yes, that's like, what I, you know, so... That's why it would, like, I would feel like... Because he always, ha- like, never, or as something to note, if we're going by that logic, he's, he's always wearing uh, gloves when he's examining the things, like entrails and stuff. He never touches yeah. it. Like, he touches it, but never directly with his skin, so I think he saves himself from skin-to-skin contact. Um, but it is... But, but it's I'm an interesting curious, to note. It is still it is still alive. Yes. Because this is the thing that gets bettings. Yeah. Because so, it thaws, just like in the first one. Yes. Well, yeah, they... Yeah, they... It, it's all fucked up, man. It's all fucked. Yeah. Everything's fucked. Yeah, and I do like that we spend a lot of time... Even though this movie moves at a pretty brisk pace, I'd say. Mm-hmm. It's only like... I mean, with all the credits and everything, it's maybe like an hour 45. Yeah, um, I think the movie itself like an hour 40 or some some such... Somewhere yeah, in but like we still get to spend quite a bit of time with the crew. Yeah, and in their downtime, which is why uh, part of why I don't think it's it's Palmer immediately because this is where the dog like goes in and finds somebody. This is where, um, yeah, that's Dick Warlock who is the outline. So the dog just kind of like sneaks through and yeah, somebody just looks a, behind. It finds an open door. And as we, as Blair will note, or Blair's notes, I think, will even note, it has to be, it. it's best to be alone. The thing wants to be alone with the person that it's going to infect, basically. So it's doing this at a perfect time. But 
in in between that, we see Palmer just lighting it up and and giving his uh his doobie to to child. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're watching, watching game shows, and I I noted in my fucking notes, I was like, where's Palmer getting weed in the fucking Arctic? He brought it with him. I know he brought it with him, but fuck, man, you're gonna burn through that so. How much did he bring? <laughs> like, oh, like I think he's just like using what he can because it'll go bad, right? Like, well, does it? Does it go stale? It I have no stale. idea. Yeah. yeah, so you know, while well, you still got it, man. That's true. Fucking use it. I mean, I'd get high with Keith David. <laughs> he loves the motherfucking Navy. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, so they, but they're like, okay, hey, what's, as they were, like, playing poker and, like, pool and kind of on their downtime, they notice that the dog's still there. It, like, bites Bennings. It, well, it doesn't, it just scares the shit out of him because it passes under his legs, and then he says, Clark, yeah. put this mutt with the other animals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and then Clark does. And like I said, this is where I think the thing kind of oversteps. Like if it had waited, well, I think it's like, I think it sees all aggro. Well, I think it take you know, it ha- it spots an opportunity to like, oh, I can get these other, I can multiply, and it thinks it can do it subtly, but it doesn't. I uh, also uh, skipped this whole bit, so you can talk about it all you want because I don't like seeing this part. Yeah, the dog um, goes in, and the other dog, because like, it just lays in the middle. The thing dog mm-hmm. lays in the middle, and the other dogs are immediately like, I don't trust this one. And it starts sprouting like tendrils and spraying goo at one of yeah, the dogs, like and they're trying to... acid. And... Well, or just like the... Because we see it eventually, like, this is what it part of what it does when we never get like the full, like, how does it take people over? No, like, we just get horrifying like? little hints and bits. It doesn't look fun at all, it doesn't look like no, a good it... time. No, and that's why I also was like, because some of the stuff that I read was like, oh, it, uh, you know don't trust like food or drink because it could infect you that way and i'm like i don't think it does that no it i don't seem think like it, it can do that i think it has to like it has to attach itself i don't think it can like i don't think if it like yeah. kissed you it, you'd like become the thing because otherwise i think it would just have gone for the fucking cook that plays superstition yeah, and then just spit in the food <laughs> like, <laughs> this is gonna be easy like, i'll take over this whole bitch <laughs> Because, like, yeah, otherwise that's what it would have done, and it wouldn't have had to worry about it. peed on something, that. you know what I mean? Like, there's yeah. a lot of biological stuff that you can do. I mean, it's already a Fuck nasty Fuck up their water alien. supply. Yeah. Yeah. Poop in the water. Yeah, there's tons of different ways, which is why I don't think it's it's like that. Otherwise, it's like spit in their face. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like it's like it's not, you know, it's not, uh, oh, God. Yeah, because then it could like cough mm-hmm. at in the general direction. Like, I yeah, don't think it's like, it's like a I don't think it's like virus. a yeah. I think it. I think it's like a biological viral entity in the sense that it wants to spread, right? I don't think it's a viral entity in as much as it's like a pathogen. Yeah, well, I think it because that would be an even stuff, more like, terrifying fucking thing. <laughs> well, then it wouldn't have mattered because yeah. then the dog could have just fucking. Got them on stuff. eventually. Well, that the dog yeah. just even being around and breathing would have got them. Would have gotten Clark instantly, and we know it doesn't get That's... Clark ever. No, it doesn't. Um, but yeah, the and the so they hear it. The dogs start like one of the dogs just starts like trying to get at the yeah. fence and like open it, 
and um yeah it infects some of them to make it out and i don't actually think that those dogs were ever infected no they don't um, make it anyway they don't make it but yeah uh blair kills them yeah fucker. um well but he i know he i know i know he's like we, let's just get over this part <laughs> yeah well and then they get to like everyone hears the what's going on the commotion and yeah like get the flamethrower mm-hmm. mac already has pieced it together yeah that we need that flamethrower you know he's a smart guy he plays chess mm-hmm. and so yeah they start shooting at it they shoot at like one of the dogs that's like being strangled oh. clark doesn't want that and but yeah. it's it's become this giant mass it has taken out the light it's this huge yeah, mass of big fucking just it it obviously can grow very quickly so you know yeah yeah and then they just fucking burn it um well not even that long though they like hit it with some of the flames once and then they put it out which i don't think like and then they do an examination yeah again of what the hell happened and it's like as they've noted before it's like yeah it's it's all the same organs it's everything that it should mm-hmm. be there yeah it's all replicated at one for one and yeah this is this is where we oh no we don't get the computer simulators we get an explanation though mm-hmm. the players like you know and they review the tapes and they're like this is the tapes once they review the tapes this is where it felt like they were lifting directly from they that. were they're lifting like, from like the first yeah because they do the circle the circle shot yep. they fucking uh rj i think notes that they're fucking that norway took using thermite thermite fucking using that that they took some stockpiles from the u.s and get some thermite yep. the i think that like the the ship didn't destroy, have a chemical reaction to the thermite, but a similar shot of a huge explosion uh, mm-hmm. occurs. Um, very cool. I loved that. I loved that whole idea. It just made me love both of these movies on a much bigger level. Yeah, they've, they're like, oh, well, where's the... This is where they were exploring. They figure it out, and mm-hmm. they find the cla- crash site, and they go there. Um What's interesting, though, is Norris goes on that first. Yeah. It's like Norris, the doctor, and McCready. And if our theory is and that Norris is the first one, he does not try to kill them. Well, I don't think he wants and to at this fact, point because I, I don't think he probably can get away with it right now. That's fair. Well, cause I meant just infect them in well, the I, ship. I, I, I still think he probably wants to – I think he doesn't want to, like – reveal himself until he absolutely has to which he basically does when he has a heart attack like he wants to stay like play smart play smart don't be dumb you know because he's already like other things are gotten around the uh, got around the camp and got themselves killed so i think he's trying to like you know not be an idiot yeah um but yeah they find the giant ship yeah this is cool. I, I like that they have to repel down into yeah and yeah they're not having it though like or at least child is it this is like i don't believe in aliens <laughs> like well they believe in you this shit's bogus yeah well i also another thing that i was thinking because if it if it is the thing i think it also you know of course we could get to because i think 
doesn't uh, Norris basically like eyeball it when he's like how how long the ship's been there with in regards to the ice, or does he get that from the Norway notes? Because he says it's been there for like a hundred thousand years, which yeah, if it if he is the thing, then he would be well aware of how long he was fucking stashed there. Yeah, it it had been there a while, mm-hmm. and yeah, they're all they kind of arguing, and but with Blair, who's like lead scientist, I think. He does something there. Uh, yeah, he probably probably the head researcher of the the team, the science team. Let's say because I think some of them are supposed to be like I feel like Benning's is supposed to be a scientist. And yeah, we don't actually get know. like their jobs. Fuchs. I know some of them. Yeah, well, Fuchs I think is definitely. A, I think it's I think it's similar to the to the first one where we have a crew of scientists and then we have a crew of like quasi military people. Support. Yeah. And so it just doesn't, you know, it doesn't go like, this is who this is and point them out. Because I would imagine, I think it's probably uh, Blair, Bennings, Fuchs, and Dr. Well, Dr. Cooper's probably just there for being medical. He's medical. You know, those three at least are are researchers and then everybody else is there to assist. But yeah, um, then Blair's just kind of taking it all in and we see the. like well, actually, Nalls the he works in the, the, in cook. the cafeteria. The cook, yeah, he was like someone left their dirty ass underwear in there. Yeah, left and, it in the trash, and then he dumps it, and it's we'll find out later. It's a pair of blood-stained long johns with the tag ripped off. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, Blair does a computer simulation um, where it's like it'll take twenty-seven thousand hours after the first, first contact, contact with this. Yeah. Which is like what a thousand, like just over a thousand days, so something like that, like yeah. three, four years. Yeah, just spooky. So, well, good, you know, especially once it, like, you know, thinking about it, if it hit like rats, yeah, or just, you know. I mean, ants, you know, yeah, like bugs, well, that's part insects. of what part of what makes it work, and it could it even work on plants, mm-hmm. probably. Yeah. You don't know. Like the only thing that it can't uh, work on is inorganic material. So if the thing if the thing like dropped on Cybertron, it would be useless. Yes. Because <laughs> it cannot does not work on metal. And I think um I think that's a plot point in the other movie mm-hmm. um, that they get to. Yeah. But yeah, the they're like, okay, well, we'll put these uh, these bodies of, of you know into the storage area, into the storeroom once yeah. again. Yep, and that's uh, Windows, the radio operator, who's not been able to reach out to anybody. And Bennings goes and does it. And Bennings is like, I'll just stay here by myself. I don't think anything should happen. Well, he, Windows goes to do something, and then Bennings is basically just finishing up. And then we see the yeah. the blood, like the this thing is starting to thaw so the blood is starting to drip and is no good for that dude yeah well because even like, the blood moves it does yeah it like grabs him and like draws him in so when he looks at him it's like jesus christ like yeah. windows comes back and sees him and they're like it's bennings it's got him and yeah. then they incinerate him yeah they basically they all hustle in but bennings is crashed through the window and then he you know goes through the snow and he collapses on the ground and they all gather around him, and he, he has these huge, twisted hands, these long, 
elongated fucking fingers, and he opens his mouth and just has this inhuman howl, and that's when they light him up. Yeah, they just throw a flare at him. And, and then they burn him even more. <laughs> yes. And, yeah, it's... Well, Blair had been running the simulations and everything, too, and, and they, like, yeah, people, Fuchs had noticed that, like, Blair's losing it. Yeah, he's, like, locked, he's himself, locked himself. locked himself away. Yeah. He's just noting shit down. He's fucking, he's listening to Pink Floyd. He just won't, he won't get it. Yeah, he's, something's wrong. Well, in this, um, too, we don't have, like, an exact timeline of when everything happens. Or, like, it's not like there's, like, a, a clock. Yeah, cause, well, because at one point, they do this thing where they're like, okay, there's going to be a storm that's going to hit us in about six hours. And then we cut to the next shot, and R.J. McCready's like, storm's been hitting us hard for 46 hours. So, <laughs> we really don't have any strong time frame, you know what I mean? Well, because it doesn't. This isn't a movie where you go back and you're like, oh, this is who got what. Like, he was turned here, or he was turned here. Yeah, because like, that would ruin it. Um, you know, it's better to, to... Also, the Arctic is such a good place to kind of do stuff like that, because nothing changes. There's not, you know, there's mm-hmm. not a lot of dramatic... You know, there's a day for night cycle, sure, but, you know, in terms of, like, everything's kind of static until it isn't. And so Blair has now completely lost it though mm-hmm. and uh yeah it's, it takes out the the chopper like we see him he takes out the chopper and he takes out the snow crawler yeah um, like the tractor and he starts taking out the radio well he uh, killed yeah he like, killed the dogs and then he t- tries taking out the radio so i guess he like way like hit windows and then he takes an axe to the radio equipment yeah windows unexpectedly crashes yep and uh yeah wilford brimley is uh blair he's just going in there like blowing everything up and i I told him i told him they could get diabetes testing supplies (laughs) help him live a better level better life god damn it nobody listens he shoots at the door nobody listens to me about this goddamn diabetes (laughs) get your diabetes testing supplies like, yeah, he's he's really on one. Oh man, like, he's, he's got low blood pressure. <laughs> blood sugar. We need to get him an orange. <laughs> uh, yeah, and he shoots all of his bullets, and they have to rush him down and like drag him into an exterior storeroom. Yeah, like yeah, a shack, like a shed. And like you look after, you look for Clark. Look at Clark. I think that's yeah, yeah. He had the most time with the dogs. Yeah, that's who Blair and, suspects uh, it is. And they also shoot him up full of morphine. So he's pretty chill right now. Yeah, that's what they do with all of them. Just, yep. That's all they got. I mean, it's so. a pretty good solution if you want to fucking make somebody zone out for a while. <laughs> right? And, yeah, they're like, we need some sort of test. Mm-hmm. Like, do you got any kind of test? And Cooper, the doctor, is like, yeah, I mean, we could mix it with flesh, fresh blood and see if there's a reaction. Yeah, and and they're like, you well, know, thankfully we got quarts of blood right now, which again, yeah. like, isn't the blood? There's a blood thing from the first movie in there. There is, yeah. yeah. They the plasma, yeah, and they, like the plasma's gone. Yeah, because the yeah, thing the, eats plasma, and again, the plasma's gone here. Yep. Well, it just lets all the blood out, and we don't know who does that. Mm-hmm. I think this one is Palmer. Yeah, I think that's Palmer uh, I, too. I think Palmer is the one that does this one. And I, I think at some point, Norris infects Palmer, but yeah. we never see it. And, uh, 
Yeah, because, I mean, that's the only confirmed people that we get, right? Outside of Blair later is turned Blair into Blair is later, and then, yeah, Norris and Palmer. Well, because they confirmed that the other, all the other people that were there at that point were fine. Like, they were normal. Yeah. Humans. So yeah, all the blood is gone, and they're basically things that, like, it's getting tense, and mm-hmm. they're just kind of losing it. Paranoia is starting and to no, set in hard. Which is one of the hallmarks of this movie, is the paranoia yeah. in the Arctic. And it makes it such it, a, like, fright, that's, that's like, that's a, that's, that's frightening on a human level, without any kind of supernatural shit, where you're, you're in an isolated place with a small group of people, and it's almost like how uh, uh, the mist, you know, where things break down in the fucking supermarket. Uh, yeah. How that, you know, that just that that human side of it comes into play a lot, and that's that's something that's really effective in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like how well do you trust these people? And you know. Yeah, even though you're well, just how can we trust them now since we don't know who is and who isn't the thing you know that adds such a such a you know dynamic to it where because you know something else that we kind of get is that the you know a lot of these guys are friends you know like gary says about uh bettings like i knew him for i've known him for 10 years you know Mm -hmm. like the the, he didn't seem like an alien monster then yeah 10 years 10 years he was solid we can't just burn him to death now um but uh so it adds such a great like even though they're friends they can't situation has led them to where they can't you know who do you who can you trust now until you some you can find a way to confirm who is and who is not benjamin Grimm. ta they're a hand from the adams family. <laughs> or a hand from the adams family well yeah they, nobody trusts anybody mm. and they're all yelling about all the blood that's gone and who could have had it and like it's Doc Cooper and it's Gary mm-hmm. and or Larry, not Gary. And Gary's the captain. Doctor Cooper's the doctor. Yeah, there is no Gary Cooper. <laughs> not here, no. <laughs> no, that's late. That's before. And yeah, they, you know, well, they are immediately suspicious of the captain, mm-hmm. and but not the doc. Well, like they go into it too because they're like. Well, Cooper's the doc. Like, why would he bring up that there's a blood test if he was going to sabotage yeah, all the fucking gonna blood? Yeah, fuck us over. Well, and also the cap uh, Gary concedes. Like, I guess somebody could have swiped them, swiped the keys off me when I wasn't paying attention. But Charles, you know, fires back that you know, you always have those keys on your belt, Gary. And that just things are just breaking down very fast. Like everybody's finding a well, reason that you know turn and coat. windows just runs out of the room yeah. and goes to like the armory and it's going to arm up and they have to talk him down. Well, Gary has to, Larry has to talk him down and, uh, but yeah, they put someone else in charge and they decide to put in, put McCready, mm-hmm. um, and they burn the, uh, the blood vials, the blood bags. Yeah. And yeah, McCready, you know, like, I know I'm human and, you haven't all rushed me and killed me, so I know you're all. <laughs> so some of you are the thing, but this thing wins if it gets everybody. You know, you know, it gives a little speech, and after he's done burning the blood bags and talking to everybody, he sits alone in his room and he makes a, a record just in case sort of thing. 
Yeah. Well, he's got to hide it so that way, if if they don't make it, yeah, you know, they somebody find can can listen to it and find out all the fucked up shit that happened here at U.S. Outpost Number Four. And they also uh, tie up and drug Clark, Cooper, and uh, Larry. Yeah, Gary. Which Gary? Larry. Gary. <laughs> Our Gary? son, Gary. 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 Um. The, uh, which is interesting because none of them are actually the thing. No, no, none of them all are the thing. The thing is so far winning in its game. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, yeah, and they're like, well, you know, let's eat out of, eat out of cans, you know, prepare your own food. Yeah. Um, because it could infect us that way. Yeah. And, yeah, as, as Fuchs gives that, um, he, he goes out, he finds McCready's uh, well, pajamas. The, so the lights go out in his little lab that he's working in, because he's going over Blair's notes to see if he can, you know, because Blair's the one who knows the most about the thing from examining it so far. So uh, Fuchs is, uh, he's working in there, then the lights go off, and then he goes outside, lights a flare, sees McCready's jacket in the snow. This is the last we ever see him alive, but... Wait. Uh, it's like a shape or whatever comes like a shadow. Yeah, so we don't uh, know who or what, but something comes at him because they uh, fucking speculate. Fucking, uh, we're skipping over some stuff, but when they when they find him, they're like, uh, he's just a charred corpse, which really confused me. Well, because yeah, I think he finds himself and decides to light himself on fire. Because I don't know. Well, they're like, because they're. <laughs> They're like, maybe he committed suicide, or maybe the thing got him. And I was like, well, I don't think he committed suicide, because that's, for one thing, a horrible way to die. Uh, maybe he's uh, maybe he's a monk. <laughs> fuck. Um, but I think that the thing probably got him and probably set him on fire to cause suspicion, because he's the guy that is the most, like, direct enemy, you know. The guy who knows, like, aside, since Blair's taken out of the equation right now, like, Fuchs is the guy who could potentially, you know, figure stuff out to hurt the thing. Well, and I think at this point it's kind of reveling, and it's, like, the breakdown of... It, it's easier if they're all trying uh, at well, each other's yeah, throats. Yeah, and, like, you also take out the most, like, the threat cause more, dis, you know, so more fucking distress. Well, which is, which is why it, you know has been pinning all these things on McCready who took leadership yeah, and Gary who took leadership you know, who was the leader before then mm -hmm. because having somebody that's in the lead and makes decisions isn't, you know, conducive to its plan right now. Well, and it's also easier to make that person the, the one to distrust the most because when somebody is the one who has to make all the decisions, it's easy to play upon people's like, well, I don't want to do what that guy fucking says. So on and so yeah. forth. Like, what makes him right? You know, I think I'm right. Yeah. And as they examine and find Fuchs, who's just been fucking emulated. <laughs> he looks like he was uh, shot by the Empire at the beginning of A New Hope. <laughs> yeah. Like... Yeah, he, he looks like he's, you know, Uncle Owen. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, McCready's like, someone left my, you know, I, I shut off the light on my shack before I left, and now the light's on. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he he and Nulls leave. Yeah, 
they go to, to go do that. investigate the shack, but then we cut back to when Nulls break like bust through the door. He's covered in you know snow and whatnot. He is like, I fuck it, I cut R.J. loose because I found his jacket in the snow. Like, and so this causes even more like, oh shit, R.J.'s the fucking R.J.'s gonna stab us in the back. Um, yeah, and then it's. Like we'll lock him out. Let's let's freeze him out, and he gets into the storage shed with the dynamite mm-hmm. and has like a, a dynamite bluff. But he's like, "Yeah, I, you let me in. I'm gonna blow this whole place up." Yeah, I'm gonna blow this. I'm gonna burn this motherfucker down, Pookie. Uh, uh, I'm gonna pour J and B all over everything. <laughs> everything I says. Uh, we didn't uh, mention it, but they also. Like, uh, before Nulls and RJ go to the shack, we see people, like, when he when he runs back in in order to keep RJ out, they brace the door, like, bar all the doors exactly the same mm-hmm. way that they did in the first one as well. That was a nice little yeah. visual thing, I thought. So many little things. I love that. This just made it fun. Oh, yeah. This is, like, it's much more than just a, like, a... Well, you can tell that the that uh, John Carpenter and the the screenwriter of this one really enjoyed and really appreciated the Howard Hawks as the thing. You know what I mean? You can tell that they mm-hmm. like really, really liked it and wanted to do you know pay homage. I think in all the ways that they could. Yeah, it's such a loving tribute in its own way, and yeah. it does its own things, but like has a nice spin on it yeah you know well it does what a i think uh what a remake should really aspire to do which is like be your own thing but if you can pay pay a lot of respect and a lot of due to the to the original you know number you know what i mean like it's mm-hmm. it's very cool very cool so in that regard it's i like it even more that way yeah but all this uh all this strenuous exercise and you know being threatened with dynamite <laughs> this is too much for norris and his poor ticker tickers <laughs> tickers uh, buzzed and this is probably the coolest sequence in the whole thing they get cooper uh they put him on the they put norris on the the table mm-hmm. for the, like get, you know gonna defibrillate him and you know they go down for the clear and his chest just Opens collapses up. in Oh, God. And then teeth comes out of the cavity, and uh, they just bite off Cooper's arms. Yep, and Cooper is, uh, he is, I mean, he's mostly armless. Um, Yay. From now on out. But I he's feel been like disarmed. He has been disarmed. I feel like this is almost like a spiritual homage to the, the big reveal with the door in the first one, you know what I mean? Where it's like, this is like the, to me, this was the big jump scare moment, you know what I mean? Like, holy shit. Yeah, it's shit. a big out, <laughs> you know. <laughs> And yeah, then like it sprouts a whole other head. Yeah, well they for Norris they and a spray whole it other... with fire because of course, right? Well, not yet. It has like a oh man, it's well, fucked yeah, up. It's it like a, a a pile of viscera shoots up from where the the wound came up, mm-hmm. and this is where one of the heads of Norris comes out. But his original head gets yeah. like as it burns because they they're like get the fucking flamethrower. Get the they... flamethrower. This shit's way fucked up. Uh, the, yeah, Norris's original head basically rips itself free and then becomes a spider. 
Yeah, like gross spidery appendages and new eyes mm-hmm. too, and it crawls around. And tries you know, to sneak be away. Fucking kidding me! <laughs> that is holy fucking creepy as balls. Yeah, and then they they burn that. Yeah, but that's what gives McCready his idea. Mm. Like we're gonna do a each... new blood test. Well, yeah, that the the idea being is that the um. Yeah, when it's whole, it can't, uh, you know, it can tell the cells involved to, to not attack, and yeah. it can kind of have control. But separated, each individual cell will try to defend itself. Mm-hmm. And so all they have to do is put a hot poker in some blood. Yep, and the, the organic material will attack. Or it won't if it's just normal blood. Also, did you notice that, like, Palmer, throughout all of this, is acting, like super like he is always acting in the way that'll give the most chaos or it's like yeah lock mccready out yeah yeah we should do that like well i also also think it's trying to do yeah do that self-preservation thing where it's like yeah everybody pinning on mccready once you get rid of mccready we can all calm down just get high with palmer that's another thing that gives it off he's not smoking his weed he ran out supposedly Maybe that's another that's yeah. another test they could have pulled. Fucking outbake the fucking alien. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it can't handle this dead. It can't crush. handle it. It has like a negative reaction. <laughs> it's like the thermite for that alien. Um but yeah, so they bring everybody to the to the lounge. Um and yeah, McGrady's like, we're gonna run some tests and Clark you know, at first tries like talking to him but mm-hmm. quickly tries to rush him with the yeah the scalpel I, and mccready shoots him dead shoots him i mean poor clive feels so bad for clark because like i think clark was absolutely convinced that rj was the thing yes so poor guy yeah and yeah he's like we're gonna test everyone's blood and we're gonna we're gonna see you know who is actually one of them who's not and so they start um you know windows gets tested he's free mccready's good clark and uh cooper are good Mm -hmm. and then they test palmer who is not you could (laughs) no and one of the cooler shots they use the fake arm Mm -hmm. so they have the petri dish and he places it in and it just launches out of the petri dish and like the blood moves like mercury on yeah. the floor, and Palmer's face just starts to melt. Yeah, it just does this crazy distortion, like, and his eyes turn a different color. And oh, the th- one of the things about the thing in this that I find so both fascinating and also perplexing is it has no. It's it's almost like a completely fluid creature it doesn't have a set form like the only real forms that it ever totally takes are tendrils or some sort of like bone kind of appendages you know what i mean yeah it doesn't it's never bone and teeth and tendrils yeah it doesn't have a like a, a set form which is one of the coolest things uh about it uh, that I, but it also just again just find it really perplexing because it just seems like it also can just 
increase its mass out of nothing. Yeah. Well, it gets fucking massive mm-hmm. as, or well, as they're trying to light it up. Windows and, and McCready, both their flamethrowers, uh, have problems, and Windows gets just fucking ate yeah, up. His face gets literally eaten. Well, yeah, spit out, just covered in blood, mm-hmm. and so they light up Palmer, and then they have to light up Windows. Yeah, because when you can already hear Windows sounding like the thing uh, in the corner. And they, uh, Windows is, uh, Windows is, uh, cleaned off the board. Yep, that's, uh, it's Windows 3.1. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, then they do the rest of the tests. Well, uh, they, you know, clear... it, yeah, they clear everybody else. They clear Childs, and they strap a fucking flamethrower on him, and then they clear Gary. And then he has a great line where he's like, if, uh, you gentlemen are done, and if you could find it in your, your lovely you arts. You a lot. Yeah. If you could find the time to untie me because I don't want to spend the rest of winter on this fucking couch. It's great. Donald Moffat does a great job. All the cast does a great job, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, this is where what, this is where they have to, because at this point, as far as I know, the only person that is the thing is just Blair. Is Blair, yeah. Who has been infected at some point in the interim. Well, we're also going to notice, like, unless he works super fast, a lot of time has passed in between. Uh, Yeah. So, yeah. So anything could have really happened, we don't know. Or how it happened. Because, yes, Blair is the only one. They had met up with Blair before, and he was like, I I think I'm good. You can let me out now. I got this noose, but uh, (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm totally fine. I'm happy. I'm so. I'm a diabetes so... test and supplies from Liberty. They help me live a better life. <laughs> and Archie just closes a little slap. <laughs> He's like, this. I don't want to hear this right now. But yeah, RJ had uh, went to talk to him right before he and Rawls went to uh, investigate his shack. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm good. Yeah, I you know. let me out. Please? And And I don't know if he is the thing or not at that point either. Because I know he's not the thing when he's fucking going ballistic and taking everything out. No. I think at some point, possibly, here's what I think might have happened. If if we're going with Palmer is the thing that, like, fucks Bennings up, or not Bennings, Fuchs, I think he yeah. is also the one to go into the, into the shack and infect Blair. Because that's, like, the only thing in a chronological way that makes sense to me. Yeah, well, either that or, or Blair gets Fuchs, because he can go in and out of his... Well, no, he yeah. can't, because it's locked from the outside. They say that. Yeah, but... Oh, but know, yeah, also he can, he can... Well, yeah, he can also escape, as we find out. Because anyway, well, like, uh, Mac and Gary and Nulls go... They're going to perform the test on Blair in the shack, right? And so Child stays behind looking out a window with a flamethrower. And they, yeah, they uh, go into the shack and they find that he is not there. He is completely gone. He has vanished. And the, yeah, they find the underground cave where he's trying to build another ship out of yeah, teeny little spaceship, pinball machine, pinball parts. machine parts, little bit of this, little bit of this, a little bit of the copter, a little bit of the tractor, you know, a little it's, bit country, a little bit rock and roll. Yeah, it's got a little bit of everything, mostly duct tape, uh, and uh, you know, it's to get him anywhere but here. 
So they blow it up because they got dynamite. Mm-hmm. And this is where, like, and... a lot of time has to have passed because he has built himself a little secret laboratory down there. Yeah, like if he excavated a fuck ton of snow. A fuck ton of snow so... and then built a spaceship. Like, built a whole, yeah. like, you know, destroy all humans fucking spaceship. Saucer. Yeah. So it can't be, yeah, a lot of time had to have passed, but who knows? Yeah, it's just kind of like a shrug as to exactly pinpointing what happened and when, which, again, is in the movie's favor. It works better not knowing that. But it does, like I said, it plays a bit fast and loose with the time because, like I said, there was that earlier moment where McCready, like, when they're burning the blood bags, McCready is like, got six hours till fucking the storm hits, and then literally the next scene is like 46 hours we've been getting hit by snow so yeah yeah i think it i think it plays really fast and loose uh for the movie's benefit well, keep it that's what helps keep it ambiguous and as the lights go out mccready realizes that um well one they spot child just running after the god knows what they yeah know. child like Nall sees childs run out of like the main entrance of the of the main camp and then immediately after like all the lights go off again fucking paying homage to the first one where the thing you know shuts down the furnaces or whatever tries to freeze them out at least yep. it felt like same same idea yeah. and yeah i think what happens here is the child finds blair and tries to go after him yeah i do too whether or not he gets infected or not that is up for debate <laughs> but i don't think he does i don't think so either I, I honestly don't think so because I think that kind of fits with the uh, kind of homage to it. You know, we're all like, you know, these, you know, yes, they're going to die. Fucking McCready basically says to the survivors, like, or a ton of us are making out of the here alive. Well, like, yeah, him and Dolls and Gary is just like, we're going to blow this up and we're going to try to make sure that he does not get out of here. Yeah, and, that's what we, we have to do that. And, uh, uh, I, I do, yes. I don't think that Childs is a, is a thing because, like, when you, like, was reading John Carpenter himself was like, you know, I think the movie has kind of a happy ending where these two guys basically, like, they give their lives fucking saving the planet, basically. And um, I think in that spirit, yeah. it kind of, it works in that regard. Also, I don't think that, like, there's not enough material to make me think that he's a thing. I think it's just McCready's paranoia. Well, yeah, I've heard some people like, oh, the, the drink that he gives him at the end is gasoline. And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. Why I think it's just that? scotch. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, because it's like, oh, but like why? Like they knowingly drink from the same thing, even though they've been not doing that. And I think it's just one of those where it's like, it doesn't matter. Well, yeah. Like, is the thing. Yeah. Like what the fuck? He's going to get frozen. And then, you know, there he goes. You know what I mean? It's not like he has any moves left. McCready fucking McCready blew up the chest wizard that was the camp. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah. Well, and uh, to get to that point, so they destroy the ship, and now they're like going to destroy the camp. Mm -hmm. And they realize that yeah, it's the generator's just gone. Like he just took the generator, mm -hmm. picked it up, took it. <laughs> I love that image. Wilford Brimley just packing this giant generator over. Help me live a better life. <laughs> and diabetes won't stop this power lifting. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, they. 
like, all right, let's split up. We're going to cover more ground this way. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Blair as the thing infects or kills. I think he just kills Gary. Uh, I think he literally yeah, by like him. sticking his fingers into his face. Yeah. And just taking I'm him. Checking you for the, diabetes, like, Gary. Yeah, like yeah, I'm gonna do a do a shadow maneuver, <laughs> just like right up into your face. How's that, how's that work? Yeah. It's exfoliating. <laughs> Getting all the diabetes out of there. Diabetes. <laughs> That's when you only got one. A, a single unit of diabetes. <laughs> one diabetes. <laughs> I got one diabetes. I gotta watch it, though. <laughs> um, and something distracts Nalls and we never see him we again. never know what happens no I think he doesn't make I, it I don't think he makes it yeah no. I know and, that there is a deleted scene where he gets a horrifying death but I don't think they ever filmed it I think that got cut yeah well and I also think it doesn't matter no I mean everybody's toast anyway I think and also I think that the just kind of off screen like you know oh, what happened is again works in the movie's favor because that's sort of less is more makes it scarier almost he could have been gotten by the thing or he you know he got lost in the snowstorm like Childs almost did and yeah McCready like looks around realizes that he's all by himself and then the thing tries to grab him underneath the boards yeah right like goes through like a land shark and takes the plunger (laughs) for his dynamite yeah he does and then reveals himself with these huge just tentacles and one side of the face is just this maw of teeth and more tentacles he, oh, man. and then, like the dog's head yeah. so it seems like it remembers all of the different things that it's taken i guess yeah it just seemed to me as to being just very extra but you know, sure. <laughs> and it roars. The creepies, yeah, yeah, fuck, fuck you, you too. That's one of the best <laughs> lines ever. And then he throws dynamite at the sun bitch. Which you know, again, can't win. So he blows up the whole fucking thing. Yeah, it's the best way to take it out. And yeah, the the whole place is exploded. It's all lit up, and Childs reappears mm-hmm. and. And he explains, like, I saw Blair, I tried to, you know, I tried to get him, uh, but I got lost in the snow, and then when I walked, uh, came back here, uh, the whole fucking place was up in smoke. I literally have no idea what happened. Fifteen minutes goes by real fast. Yeah, and he, you know, they share a drink, and, because mm-hmm. yeah, it doesn't really matter if it, no, if it is or isn't. Not at this point. Like, and Mc- though, I, I do think if he was, if Childs were the thing, or if one of them, because I don't think McCready's the thing, because we've been no. following him too long. But if Childs were the thing, there would be no reason for him not to attack him. Exactly. Like, he's fucking tired or not. Like, he just, like, he's the only one left. He's still a threat, because even if he fucking, you know, I feel like R.J. McCready, if he knew Childs was the thing, he would, uh, you know, he still has some fight in him. He has that sort of spirit, you know what I mean? Maybe it's yeah, just because well, he's Kurt Russell. I don't know, but I, I. Well, at the very least, assimilate Mac, so then you can find out where the tape is, so you can destroy the tape, yeah. so that when they come back to rescue you in the spring, mm-hmm. 
and like bring your body back, like you're you're gonna make it. Yeah. Which I don't know. There's also another part of me is just like maybe the thing just wants to get the fuck off the planet. I think it. There's and, also that possibility too, because I mean they mentioned building the spaceship because it wants to get anywhere but here. But honestly, it could have just waited till spring to be rescued. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, if it's if it's pure goal is just that, hey, I'm, I want to get off of here so I can assimilate all life on Earth. Yeah, I'm really hungry. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. Like I said, it would be, like, other movies well, might it, have, like, on, a whole thing where you talk to. If it wanted to do that, why wouldn't it just use the fucking helicopter? And get, well, because Blair destroyed it. That's what I mean. Like, yeah. oh, man. Yeah. Well, and Norris didn't know how to fly. That's true, too. Yeah, Blair destroyed it before he was the thing. I was thinking, like, he was, yeah. Because if he was already, if he just wanted to leave, he could have gotten into the helicopter. You know what I mean? Like, that that kind of thinking. But you're right. Yeah. But. Yeah. Oh, man. But I don't, I don't know. I also don't really, like, yeah. The PS2 game that I brought up before, mm -hmm. uh, it continues on after yeah. this. And it's like, yeah, Childs and McCready lived. That, or not lived, but McCready lived and Child, they both weren't the thing. Okay. Yeah, that kind of, like, I like the, again, I like that you can have your own interpretation, but I like the fact that it leaves it ambiguous. Like, if they were going to do, like, something that carried it on, I would like it to be something where it was almost, like, an almost separate incident, you know? Or they still leave leave it sort of ambiguous and maybe, like, oh, no, there was another body that was at the Norwegian camp that somebody else finds some you know what i mean like yeah you could if you had to is what i mean because i do think uh like what they the stuff that they're they can do with the prequel and the next time that we you know cover it i think that's actually like a better exploration of the thing universe let's say but uh but here's my here's my final note on the movie what a fucking blast all the carpenter classics great music atmosphere a solid story plus having watched the original made me like both even more a remake slash reimagine invention done exceedingly right yeah no it's uh it's just an amazing yeah reimagining of the really solid of the source material yeah, yeah. one of my favorite yeah, carpenter, carpenter movies i never thought that before because i didn't see it till fairly recently like i want to say like 2018 17 mm. you know we watched it together for that's when i first watched for the first time so and i yeah i really dug it thoroughly thoroughly dig dig john carpenter yeah stuff. i just i love the I, I love a lot of the effects and just the tension and paranoia of and just the location too mm -hmm. of of the arctic it's it's all very well made <laughs> well it's just so it's got all the of course it keeps getting like readapted and people come back to it because it just has all the like it's a it has all the right elements for a perfect story like everything's just right you know what i mean the right premise <laughs> the right setting you know and i think that even like all the movies kind of carry a lot of the same characters through from the the original story by john w campbell um mm -hmm. which is cool yeah, and I just the ambiguity I think is the thing mm -hmm. always just sticks with me. It's like, well, that makes it so much more that... of a talking point too, because it doesn't, like I said, it leaves clues and hints for both sides of the argument, but ultimately it's still solidly ambiguous, which is just 
in its favor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, like I said, I'm pretty sure that it's Norris that gets infected first yeah. through the dog, and then eventually that infects Palmer, mm-hmm. and then infects goes out and infects Blair in the interim, and those are the only people you know mm-hmm. that do. Those are the things. Yeah. But I do, the Fuchs is the one thing that I'm always like, I have no idea what the fuck happened to him. Well, no, because it doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, that's like a weird... Well, because it also doesn't explain, like, how it's... You know, he's, he's a charred corpse, so he died by fire. But there's nothing... There's no hints as to what exactly happened. All he had was a flare. I genuinely don't think he could have lit himself a flame with just a flare. Maybe if he doused himself with kerosene... But I don't, I don't think so. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's difficult. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he scored multiple three pointers in NBA Jam. What's that a reference to? Uh, if you do that, you become on fire. Ah, okay. Yeah, you do multiple points in NBA Jam unanswered by the same player. It's like he's on fire, and then he. He bursts a flame like Johnny Storm. Yeah, yeah, you do. And then you can kick ass. So maybe that's what he did. Maybe he just shot some hoops outside. <laughs> He's like, I know how to beat this thing. I'm going to fucking play it in a game of ball. Like it's fucking, like it's Space Jam. Ball don't lie. <laughs> That'd actually be a version of Space Jam that I'd really like to see. <laughs> John Carpenter's Space Jam? <laughs> it's like the thing. And then, because, I mean, Kurt Ralston can play basketball. He already showed us in the we, Escape we've from seen, Los yeah. Angeles. You know, he, can, he can score a hell of a, what is that, a half shot? I don't. I don't know these ball games. <laughs> is that like a, a fourth court? Uh, you know. Yeah. He, yeah. He just shoots basketball um, so much that uh, yeah, they challenge him. Like I know you. You want to assimilate Earth, but first, you <laughs> beat me at basketball. It's like, oh, I gotta abide and, by this code of sportsmanship. Sure, I'll play you in a game. Yeah. As is well established in intergalactic law, you cannot refuse a basketball challenge. The a basketball challenge is sacred. It is sacred. It's, it's like, like a, a Highlander. Yeah, I was gonna say it's like a Highlander. We can't fight in holy ground. Yeah, basketball court. It's like this is a how civil, honestly. Uh, I mean, you know, if all wars could be solved with basketball, yeah. Let's just, you know what? I know you guys are fighting, but let's play it out with a game play, of 2v2. Let's play, let's play a game of horse, everybody. <laughs> let's solve your differences with horse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all, in the future, all all crimes will be solved on not just the legal courts, but the basketball, <laughs> the basketball <ones>. courts. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh, I have this property dispute, but I can't shoot a free throw to save my life. Oh, man. I wish I knew more about basketball right now, or else I think I could have some <laughs> great references. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I killed like five people, but I can drain a shot, so yeah. not guilty. Yeah, hopefully fucking Judge Dwayne Wade doesn't fucking think too unkindly on me. Darren oh, Wade? The... Blaine Wade? No, Dwayne. No, it's Dwayne. It's Dwayne? It's Dwayne. Okay. Yeah. That's a really interesting pick. <laughs> that's that's only because I had this running gag at my old job where I convinced them, like absolutely convinced everybody 
that I had just heard about uh, what's his name uh, Kobe Bryant leaving for Cleveland. The, oh, the what's who's the guy who left for Cleveland? LeBron. LeBron, yeah. The like, I convinced them that I just heard that LeBron had left for Cleveland. This is like in again like 2017. <laughs> they looked at me completely dumbfounded. <laughs> it's the best. Yeah, he had to he had to pick up some dry cleaning. Mm-hmm. He left for Cleveland. Yeah. Gonna play for the Guardians. Of Gahul? Those are that's the baseball team. <laughs> oh, okay. They they used to be the Indians. Okay. Where are they from? No, they're the Cleveland? Are they Cleveland, the ones in yeah. Cleveland? Okay. Yeah. I don't know sports. That's the team man. that Major League is about. Oh, is it? Cleveland Indians, yeah. I have a, very maybe one of these days we should cover sports movies so I can learn a thing or two about a thing or two. Yeah, just uh sports. Yeah, I'll bribe you with crackers. Ooh. <laughs> I mean <laughs> I'll consider I mean crackers will make me consider the offer, but you know. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, basketball. Okay, yeah. Oh. Is this uh oh. Keebler presents sports? We can make it that way. Yeah. <laughs> Such a dumb theme. We'll, we'll, we'll start it out with some Airbud. No, I and, hate uh, Airbud. You know, that's the first rule of basketball is it doesn't say anywhere that a dog can't play basketball. As 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 fair and loophole as that is, I really don't want to watch Airbud. <laughs> I, I, I really don't think that's the case. Um, I, I You know, personally, I would just love to see him, like, just, you know, He's not trained all that well and just pisses on. <laughs> he just takes but... a dump on the fucking. I mean, you know, gets distracted. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, we really need to let's mix up a couple other things from our childhood, like Free Willy meets Airbud. Doesn't say anywhere that an orca can't play basketball. <laughs> That's true. I mean, it can do tricks. I think it might be able to fucking. <laughs> I can play, play a game. Yeah, you know? I mean it's it's bigger than the court. Yeah, which is a problem. What do you think, Willie? But... You want to shoot some hoops? <laughs> <laughs> that's a remake that's a... I'd like to see. That seems excessive. <laughs> it's like we have to build a huge tank for this fucking orca <laughs> so we can play basketball. <laughs> Ball with the orca. This is so much more of an intensive expense. The novelty isn't worth it. <laughs> you know, it's uh, nobody says you can't have an orca. <laughs> nobody basketball. says you can't have an orca on your team. Okay. Yeah. I mean. It does say probably it's youth sports, so <laughs> that would be awesome if in all contracts they just have like an orca clause, or it's like no orcas yeah. can participate. In these events. Yeah. We're, we're done. <laughs> we just can't can't do it. Doesn't say in the rules I can't have Michael Jordan on my youth basketball team. <laughs> yeah, Michael Jordan's the name of my orca. <laughs> That's the title of today's episode. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Yeah. Well, yeah, next week is uh, The Thing. Is it also called The Thing? It's also frustratingly called The Thing. How confusing. You know, I hate that 
I don't know what else you call it. You know what they should call it? They should call it... Thing 2? From Another World, A Thing. There thing, you go. Another World Tale. <laughs> <laughs> that is just like a fucking... Just make it a complete word salad title. <laughs> a song of, of tentacles and fire. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody ever compared R.J. McCready to Daenerys Targaryen. Uh, his champion is fire. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, in in you know scotch. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know what what the fuck else you call it, but yeah, thing twenty eleven is what I think we'll call it. All right. Yeah, that sounds that sounds about right. Yeah. I mean, they could have called yeah, it but... uh, the thing or before. No. We couldn't. Uh, that thing you do. There you go. Yeah, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, there's something about Norway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. The. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what. Man, you call yeah, it, but... I, I think they're pretty much just locked into calling it. Well. <laughs> no, I was gonna even think like the thing, a new beginning, but it isn't that. <laughs> <laughs> a new hope. <laughs> yeah. Ah, thing, another camp. Another thing, and it's about Columbo. <laughs> <laughs> and he comes in and he's like, and another thing. <laughs> <laughs> Spits goo at him. <laughs> ah, that'd be funny. One more thing. There you go. There you go. And you, yeah. you have Jackie's grandpa from Jackie Chan Adventures. <laughs> One more thing. <laughs> One more thing. That guy was great. Yeah. Uh, another thing. Um, yeah. Oh. Tough. Tough. They had it. They had it rough. Those guys in 2011 making the thing pre-Queequel. Yeah. The Squeakwool. <laughs> yeah. Just... I'm just trying to think of, like, what's worked in the past. For thing you know, names? The Squeakwool. Uh, Alvin and the Chipmunks, too. Oh, yeah. The fucking Rescue Rangers. Down Under. Uh, that would be the thing down under. <laughs> the thing down under. Which uh, sounds like a completely different movie. <laughs> That's the foreign parody version. <laughs> you don't want to watch it. Nobody wants to watch That's, it. It's uh, it's really, it's really messy. Surely, uh, <laughs> I don't, like it rips your. I don't want to think about it this. Rips your clothes when he takes you. <laughs> okay, we have to end this right now because this is going down a dark path. <laughs> yeah, and on that bombshell, I'm Devin. <laughs> I'm Dayton. Thanks for listening, everybody. See ya. Peace.